Hello, this is your boy Ocho, and welcome to the Health and Swell podcast. What up? Hey, Swell fan, welcome back to the Health and Swell podcast. We're back with good pal of the podcast, Jamie. So bad, so good podcast. You gotta check that out. And we're just gonna get to talking about what the hell's been going on in the world. I mean, you got this Hunter Biden scandal. We got more censorship. We get a lot into it. We talk about a lot of things. So I definitely think you're going to enjoy this one. Y'all are great. Let's get into it with Jamie. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. My pumpkin spice. Have, have you had these? Dude, we are live, dude. We All are right. live. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it starts with, have you had these? <laughs> what are those? What are those? What are those? Okay, these are. What are those? <laughs> Eater Bake Pillsbury pumpkin spice cookie dough. They are so. No bad for you but so freaking delicious i like can't stop eating them chocolate chip cookie dough with pumpkin spice latte yeah there you go free advertising for pillsbury you can send me a check later <laughs> yeah i know hey if you want 15 percent i'll get back in yo i should contact pillsbury and be like listen you need to come yeah, yeah. on the podcast because it's a, it's a cool light by the way bro wow bro honestly how, how's your night been dude you know, my night's been good i've just been uh i've just been taking it easy uh, had a had a had a full day at work, and um, I've been watching Shit's Creek still. Kind of, That's it. it's it gets funnier and funnier. It's such such a good show, but um, uh, yeah. honestly, dude, I I really one day I will be maybe I'll get the COVID or something, and I'll be sick at home, and I'll have nothing to do, and I'll put on Shit's Creek and just catch up with Shit's Creek, eh? Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I have a question though, Jamie, man. Is Teresa Tan? told you that you could leave your house yet because she hasn't told me so i'm a little concerned no yeah i don't know i uh i was waiting for her to tell me whether i should or not and then i and then i said you know what um i think i, I feel like, <laughs> I, I don't remember if i spoke about it with you or with benju maybe but like i just don't understand how we're letting this anybody whether it's stories of tab fauci yeah even like trudeau and Legault, or even our mayor in our like respected boroughs, like why are we letting these people tell us what to do? I know it's ridiculous, and you know what? We're not the only ones who've been calling for uh, Teresa Tam to actually step down or be replaced because I like a lot of the advice that she's given or the recommendations she's made have all have just been all like bullshit. She didn't jump on the the mask thing which is if it was supposed to if it's good for us you know if it's you know if it's if it reduces the spread of the virus we weren't wearing it sooner um and i think this halloween thing is just the latest in in a in a yeah. stretch of so what, what's the deal with that dude 
Like the Halloween. Well, what is so it again? Like she put out they put out a news release um saying that because a lot of people are probably wondering what's gonna happen for Halloween this year. Does it get canceled? Does it go on? And Teresa Tam said that um we should still have Halloween to retain for the kids to retain some normalcy. And I mean, it's not that it can't be done. Like she recommended giving out candies at a distance and give and did this and that. But I feel as though given our history in Quebec and given what we just went through with Valerie Plant last year, mm. it just feels a little bit ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like we had to cancel it last year because of rain. Yeah. Um, and then this year, we're in a supposed pandemic, but mm. we had to give up and we had to give up Thanksgiving. It's, like you can do Halloween, you could do whatever you want. I'm not saying don't do Halloween. I'm saying it's the fact that we've had to give up all the, and feel guilty and give up all these other things, but yet we can do Halloween. It's, you know I what know. I mean? It doesn't make sense. It's inconsistent, man. It's, it's totally inconsistent. And it's like what we were talking about, man. I mean, like, it's just, when you really put all the puzzle pieces together, none of this has, makes any sense. And none of this can't. None of this yeah. can really be for our health, man. Because it's like they've done everything wrong, in a sense. And they made the poor people suffer more. They made the rich people more rich. And it's like it's garbage, man. Yeah. There's a lot of just contradictions. And I think the Halloween one is the biggest one. And this is why I'm hoping that I think this will be a true test of leadership. Like I'm hoping that at least Legault or Plan steps in and maybe not cancel Halloween. I don't know. Maybe not cancel Halloween, but put their foot down and make a strong recommendation not to. Because if really? we're supposed to be following rules, if we if we can't go to other people's houses, then why the fuck are we allowing kids who spread who like COVID's been spreading through kids in schools. I mean, look, maybe I'm wrong, but that that's my guess at this point. No, I think it's more high school. Walking up to other people's doors. I mean, are they crazy? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Well, I'm starting. I do think the bars were a big spreader of it, mm. man. Like ultimately, like I, I think like, it seems like in Quebec, we've hit a plateau, but I mean, like, I don't know, man. I saw this video today, dude. And it was like, there was these like cops, these soldiers in like Rimouski, mm-hmm. like UN soldiers, like mm-hmm. that's scary shit, man. And like, you, I, you, I sent you that thing, eh? Like mm-hmm. there's, there's talks yeah. of like internment camps or quarantine camps. Yeah. Like, what do you mean quarantine camps? Like now I'm starting to be like, I'm not really scared because I don't think we're, anyone would allow that to happen here. In Canada, but like, dude, where does this lead to, man? Like, it started with masks, and it's like, where is this going to end? What is this going to end? I have no idea. I, in honestly, the internment camp stuff is you're the second person I've heard it from. I honestly don't know, and I want to avoid drawing any conclusions until I really, 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 really know what's going on. I agree Um, with that, yeah, but I'm because, yeah, you never know. I mean, it. I agree. There's so much information out there. Some of it is wrong. Some of it is right. But it's definitely suspicious. I mean, it's definitely something that we have to ask. Like, what's this for? You know, and but I, I've heard from this before. I don't know. It's odd. I I, I would it's it's uh, just I 
I think supposedly for people who are very, I think the, the logic is super high risk people, but that's still very coercive. Like, I, I mean, I don't understand. It sounds a little too familiar, man. It's a little familiar. familiar. It's a little familiar. Like you don't like, like bringing people into internment areas for their own good. Yeah. Like against, like, like yeah, doing things I've heard like that are against before. our own will. Like it's certainly it, a, a red flag. It's a very it's look, I don't want to get too dark and we gotta stay positive, but like right. you look at the United States right now, man, and then like the election coming up and like we spoke about that, like mm-hmm. Trump just has way more support, but it's like, dude, there are gonna be riots on the streets in the United States after this election, I think. Like, I do not see a good scenario. I hope what what I what I don't know will happen, but I hope that both sides of the political spectrum will just find a way to coexist and live together. Yeah, love love is the answer in the end, you know. But dude, I mean, when you hear about things like like Twitter. Excuse me, sorry, I'm eating something, so it's just stuck in my in my teeth. Are you eating, are you eating the pumpkin spice cookies? I am. I am. Oh, sorry, dude, I, sorry, I, I, dessert time. But to to move on to the next point, when you hear about what's going on on Twitter, because there's there's been an invest there are investigations going on into Biden's involvement in Ukraine, the son's involvement in Ukraine, and him bribing a Ukrainian official to not look into his son's corruption and corrupt business dealings. Yeah. And now what's going on is it's there's news on Twitter about it that got posted and Twitter and Facebook took it down immediately. And that wouldn't be such an issue if Twitter and Facebook didn't brand themselves as just individual, like not publishers, you know, they're platforms, right? Where everyone can share what they feel, right? Mm-hmm. but they they play it seems to me they play to one side and that's not a conspiracy it's been proven in the past that they'll silence whoever they want right and they'll yeah. silence um leftist threats towards the right and this isn't even a question of left versus right this is just a question of democracy and good versus evil you know like it doesn't matter where you stand on the spectrum it's not fair that you get to smear Donald Trump every day, smear this person every day, but then this one report that comes out about Biden, it's no, 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 we can't hear about this. This is, it's, it's not right. You know what I mean? If it, it wouldn't be right if it was the other way around, that's not fair and that's mm-hmm. not right. And if that shit's going to go on, like, I don't see how it, it, anyone's going to be happy, you know? Dude, I can't remember a time in our life where, there's been this much tyrannical censorship and like mm, this yeah. is actually like this isn't oh it might happen it's happening right mm. now it, it really is and it's like w- absolutely we were prepared maybe you and i more so than others for this like we saw it on the writing on the walls but it's like bro we're here now and it's just kind of to me it's it's still a lot to process yeah but, absolutely but one thing that like back to these internment camps like man 
this isn't something I ever thought I'd have to deal with in Canada. Mm. And it's really sad that we have a government that would even consider doing that. So, like, I know Justin Trudeau will never listen to this podcast, but Justin Trudeau, as a Canadian, like, this is, like, the worst fucking thing that you could do as a leader, and you should be ashamed of yourself, like, honestly. Even if it doesn't come to fruition, right? To me, like, the way that the government of Canada has handled this, man, like, it's it's it's, I'm ashamed, brother. You know, when we we say that, though, we also have to keep in mind that internment camps have happened before. Yeah. Under different circumstances. One was a residential school. Yeah. Um, and the Japanese internment camps in Canada in World War II. This has happened in the past, and it's this has happened in many countries. When you think about it, that's kind of what prisons are in a sense, is they're kind of they can be kind of seen as rehabilitation centers for people who aren't desired. Right. Obviously, some people who do some really bad shit end up in prisons or correctional facilities or hospitals. But there are some people who um, have a history of have or just born in the wrong wrong circumstances or, you know, are indigenous and just end up in the system. Right. Right. So in the correction system or 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 whatever through histories. Sorry, I'm 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 ranting on and on, but internment camps have happened before. Yeah, and, and like Canada is I, not is not above anything. The thing, you know? the thing is, Jamie, it's not that like I, I could totally see it just being like international travelers. You know, it's a place where the people that can't quarantine can go, and it's totally legit. Right, that would make sense to me. But then there's a video of like in Ontario, someone asked in like their House of Commons or whatever you call it, right? Mm-hmm. And they like skated around the question, man. When he said, yeah. are Ontarians going to have to go into these? And they totally like dismissed it. It almost silenced him. And mm-hmm. that to me is scary, dude. You're right. It's, like, it's, it's, it's not quite scary. scary. Anyway. It's like, scary because, well, I, I also feel as though Trudeau um, is kind of becoming more and more of a, of a, a bit of a tyrant. You know, like he... Yeah. He's more of a danger than we really think. I think because he puts on a nice, a nice guy act and a, and a, and a nice smile. Um, we think, oh, he must be nice. He must have her interest at heart. But he has shown time and time again that he doesn't through all the scandals that he's been in, like the Bombardier scandal and now the We scandal. And anytime people try to hold him accountable, he, he doesn't give a sh- He doesn't care. It doesn't, I feel it doesn't matter to him. He silences people and he says, we're not talking about this. I'm here for Canadians. Yeah. And there's, a, there's an expression that I like, which is two things can be true at the same time. You know, he, when, when he was grilled on this, on this we scandal thing, he goes, I'm not here to focus this on this. I'm here to focus on, on the COVID, the, the Canadians and the COVID pandemic. And it's yeah. like, you know, the two things can be true at the same time, you know, like, the like again you're right he doesn't give a shit about what i think who am i which again goes to show what he really stands for but the fact is is that he has a scandal on his hands and we want to know what's going on and he has something he clearly has something to hide if he doesn't want to talk about these things so we gotta this is you know when it comes to the united states like that's very much out of our control 
But I like to think that in Canada, we have some control and we have some say. And and if this stuff gets worse, just, you know, it's I think it's gotten bad enough. And that's we- the thing, man. Like, it goes back to this idea that it's time we step away from globalization, man. Because it's like, it seems like Canada has forgotten that, they, that it, it's its own country. It seems like it just follows whatever the corporations want or whatever, like, the overarching powers want. The U.S. is pretty much like that. All this like bullshit. It's like, what happened to countries just taking care of their own people and allowing others to be? You know, and I feel like that's yeah. the progress, man. Yeah, it's you know, it's so it's really depressing and it's sad because in Canada, you know, again, he 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 puts up this act like he really cares about Canadians, and we've seen time and time again that he just he just doesn't, you know, like he. Yeah. We're losing, losing jobs, industry. We're, we're, we're plunging deeper and deeper into debt. We don't need to be in any more debt. Um, we need jobs. We need, we need to stop. I mean, like, I, I social issues are, are an issue. I get it, but um, we have a lot of other issues that we need to tackle. And his carbon tax idea, again, like, say what you will about environmental regulation. I mean, we do have to do something about it, but carbon tax doesn't help the average people really don't like that at all like and, and i and i get their point you know um so i don't know i don't know what, i don't know what the answer and, and this is why like i don't i don't think i don't i don't support separatism obviously not but in some ways i see where provinces get their separatism yeah. um, sentiment from because when the federal government, and it's not just a funny, like, hey, I don't like Alberta, or I don't like Saskatchewan, or I don't like this kind of, this province. No, if you have a strong provincial government, they can compensate for the federal government, or try to compensate for the federal government's uh, ineptitude. Yeah, I totally agree. We, here in Quebec, we have a leader who, who brands himself as that, and he's made a lot of mistakes, and he's upset a lot, and I don't agree with a lot of things he's done. But, but at least he's doing, he's trying. At least he's he's and he. I won't deny that he loves this province. I don't know if that really leads to sound. Yeah, I don't know. Things. I don't know yet either. I. But I gotta be honest. I won't deny I'm, that he loves his, his our province. And, uh, yeah, I just. Sad. I don't know what's going on with Quebec right now because it seems like Montreal really is in the hot spot of this. It seems like it's going on other parts mm-hmm. now, and that makes sense, right? Because, and that's the thing. They're starting to talk about herd immunity in the mainstream media now more. And did you, did you see also the World Health Organization? Literally, oh, there was a guy right. from the World Health, Health Organization that came out saying lockdowns are a bad idea. Stop doing them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, that's their know. god. That's the god of the left. Everything the World Health Organization says is true. So then, Governor Newsom in California, watch over up the state because literally, it's a third world country over there. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable, and this is why I think that this pandemic has shown how really, uh, and like you said, anti, the end of globalism. I yeah. think is this like yeah. we're seeing how ineffective organizations like the UN and the WHO and the IMF are at actually stopping things well, and, and fixing things. If if the WHO was so knowledgeable about public health and any kind of then why does the aren't they here to prevent these things yet we are in a protracted you know pandemic um and it doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon and they're here giving 
contradicting advice every few months. And, and then it's, it's like, and, and I hate to sound negative or anything, but it's just after a while, most people are just like, can you just buzz off already? Like, can you stop yeah. trying to act like you give a shit? Um, but the WHO is very like, corrupt. Like it's, it's, it's one thing. We know that all that China controls them quite a bit. Yeah, I think Bill Gates is his number two. That's it. The US has pulled out. The problem is with these organizations is that they are like, like, like you said, the same thing with the media, they are centralized and owned by a few people. Anytime you have interests concentrated within a few people, their, their intentions are, can't be in the right place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, the W, I know the, the, and, and apparently didn't they, didn't they say a minute a day later that, oh, forget what we said about lockdowns. Um, some of they said forget what they said. They basically said that lockdowns are only, which is true, lockdowns are only like a temporary measure so that they can get their resources in order so that they can come up with a better plan. And it's like, dude, I shared on my Instagram um, Sweden right now, and they're not wearing masks, and they're going about their day, and it's like, yeah, Sweden messed up with their old age ones, just like Quebec did. Mm-hmm. They got pretty bad yeah. in Sweden. But they have more herd immunity now because they didn't lock down so severely. And it's just like, I don't know. It's weird, bro. It, it's a it's a weird, 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 weird thing uh, with the WHO. But I, I think, you know, for example, Trump, when he pulled funding from them, a lot of people jumped on the oh he's he's wrong bandwagon. He shouldn't. Australia have was all about it. Australia was all about it. They, what what what's wrong with pulling funding from an organization that doesn't? Do its job properly i don't i don't really see what you know what i mean like when people go well he shouldn't have done that because of this or that it's like what do you mean like would you keep if you were the leader of a country yeah just forget this anti-trump stuff we'll forget about that for a second if you're i don't know like the head of burkina faso and 25 yeah. percent of your federal budget was or fuck five percent whatever amount went to the who and they were doing a bad job why would you keep thinking you know, there's not, it's not a very accountable thing. I'm just, that, that, that's just me. I mean, listen, some people yeah. like to pay the extra $40 on their phone bill. That's yeah. them, but that's not me. Yeah. I want to know where like, my money is going. I want to know what, you know. It's like, uh, man, I, I, I think it's time, like, we need to rethink how we govern ourselves as, as, as humans. And I think I mentioned this to you too. It's like, we need to shrink down in a lot of things, man. We need to, we need mm-hmm. to go back to living within our communities, creating more of an economy within the community with like shrink everything down. We need to stop worrying about, you know, yeah, like we should export things, but we shouldn't import as much, you know, we should be making things. And if we, if we choose to trade with someone, we can, but if we choose not to, we can as well. We don't we need should, trade we should, be. We, we should be, well, we should be exporting. Um, yeah. More than we import. bring jobs back here, yeah, strengthening our own. But instead, it feels like we're losing jobs. We're outsourcing. Yeah, that's because we're serving the agenda of the rich and the powerful, man. That's what they want. That's how they profit. It's not how we profit. No, exactly. We we need local stuff. We need, but you know, I'm I'm seeing a bit of that. You know, like when I when I go around Montreal, yeah, I, I like to bike a lot. I sometimes, well, I mean, in terms of like small cafes and stuff like that, I see a lot of local stuff, which is really cool, which may, which, which is what makes yeah. 
Montreal special, but yeah, you see the big box chains like MEC got sold to an American company. Yeah, that was really unfortunate, man. That was like a co-op. Yeah, look what and that's a co-op. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a company that I really really like, and I bought a lot of equipment from. Um, and now it's like you know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's gonna have the same. Excuse well, me. Uh, yeah, the same service, but we'll, we'll we'll wait and see. But I do know they lost a bit of money, which isn't good. But it's a great, it's a which is a it's a great outfitter, you know. It really is, man. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, we'll see exactly. Um, I just feel, dude, that we're at such a crucial moment in history, and one thing, like, this is gonna be totally on a different direction but one thing that like i think is something that people really need to do right now is they need to become a little more financially literate and like we, we kind of talked about this a bit but like dude we don't know shit about money man like <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 yeah. you know i just so i continuing from the book i uh, told you about the millionaire fast lane yeah. This book is is such an amazing book. And speaking of financial literacy, the, the book teaches you about um, breaking out of the nine to five and generating passive income and becoming, an, it's, it's an entrepreneurship book, right? But yeah, it's yeah. an anti-guru book. Um, the, he, it's such a, it, it dumbs it all down for you, but and it's still very articulate. He explained, like for the first time, I finally, and in this book, I finally got a legit explanation of how like bonds work government, corporate bonds. It's funny because it's funny you mentioned that it's like, this is the time to do it. it the time funny. that we are spent inside or not going to this person's house uh, or any dead time we have, we should take time to go on Investopedia, Money Sense, um, learning about the, avoid stuff like Wikipedia that has like, like yeah. crowd contributions, but YouTube, um, Absolutely. No, like, I don't know, like, what's a good financial online? lesson you've, you've learned recently? Honestly, go online. You can find so much. And then, like, yeah. I'm not an expert by any means, but just in the past six months, man, like, I've well, never made, I'm not books, making, like, uh, money or anything, but it's like, I've never made this amount of money without actually working a legit nine to five. You know what I mean? It's right. like the world's changed now, man. We don't need to do the nine to five necessarily anymore. We can yeah. if we want to, but like, you can if you want. And, you know, I, I think the nine to five is a good springboard onto better things because I think people learn to structure their time and structure what they do. But um, it and also gives people the chance to decide where they want, like a work life balance or a lifestyle, you know, yeah. um, which obviously they have their, their, their pros and cons, their advantages and disadvantages. Uh, but I think that it, it serves its, its, its purpose, but there are a lot of drawbacks to it. And like, I, my, my hope is that one day I'll transition to uh, a lifestyle as opposed to just nine to five. Yeah. No, so I think it, things it's like, like I'm learning coding, I'm learning money. I'm, I'm educating. Yeah. So yeah, you wanted to talk about coding, man. So what, what have you been doing with coding? Cause like, it's still on my list, but I got other things that I'm working on right now. I haven't really gotten, but I, I do think it's a good skill to pick up as well. Yeah, it's, it's a great skill. So, well, how it started was uh, lately I've been interested in, in developing apps. I have yeah. ideas for apps. I, I don't, I mean, I maybe have like a bit of experience with uh, computer programs, but 
never really sat down and wrote lines of code and never really saw how it works. And I just decided that I want to start learning uh, so that I can develop a framework for what I, for the kind of apps I want. And then I might eventually just hire a developer to do the rest of the work because yeah. it's hard. It's, it's, it's a skill yeah. that takes years and years and years and I'm patient, but I'm not so, so sure if I want to take I need years. to get on the, I need to get on the app game too, man. But I feel like that's where I'm at, man. I just want to make so much money that I can just hire people to do everything, you know? Like, well, that's, totally that's it, but that's, I want, that's what, it. I want that, that four hour work week, man. I don't want to do much legwork, you know? Yeah. It's the, the four hour work week is, is like a framework for it, but yeah. what, how it works is you, you will work a lot like there's working hard and working smart you you will have yeah. to do both to yeah. accomplish what you want um but the part with coding it's like well i'll tell you how i started i i started just asking around i joined the millionaire fast lane forum and i got a great link for this thing called front end masters and i was really scared like this took me weeks to do actually it started with I downloaded Python. I couldn't really get into Python. I, I did it. It was just a lot of trial and error until eventually I downloaded VS Code onto my computer. Yeah. And I did I did a web page, the most basic, basic web page on HTML. So that's hypertext markup link. And I'm 30 years behind. I know that's because that's the first HTML was developed, like in 1990 or 89 or something. Mm -hmm. Try learning CSS. So now I'm just bouncing around between different apps and different tutorial companies. Uh I've got Solo Learn, um, Code Academy. I've got Udemy. I'm supposed to do a online workshop uh, with meetup.com. And Front End Masters is good. I'm really just plugging different bits so that I can get a good grasp on That's sick. Words. Yeah, I heard Udemy is pretty cool. That's like you learn, like it's like class, right? Yeah, that's it. You have to kind of like play around with each thing. Like I have a folder on my phone of all the different uh, apps, app companies that teach development uh, coding. Cause I, I think, you know, each has their, their benefits and um, I'm just exploring it right now. And, and I'm learning, I'm picking up and you know, I'm not amazing at it, but I'm picking it up and it's a great skill. I honestly, I see it in the future. I see coding being taught in school. Yeah, I think, I think I think it's going to be like, you know how we had computer class? Yeah. That's what they're going to learn in computer class. They're going to learn coding. Yeah, because it opens a lot of doors. For one thing, coding eventually leads to AI. And AI yeah. is a really, 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 really big field right now. And it's going to get bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger. Whether we like it or not, it's going to be part of our lives. We're, you know, there's biotech so, is, is big. What, with I'm, what I'm hearing from you, Julie. So yeah. what I'm hearing from you, Jamie, is that the, we're fucked and the AI is taking over the world at some point. Yeah. It, it, eventually, we're going to see that most things we... It's already happening with, obviously, with, like, Alexa, uh, yeah. Siri, um, and then just, like, Google Home and stuff like that, Google Security. It's, it's, it's happening more and more. It's the future. It's the way... And... I think that yeah. if people are interested in it and want to, I don't know, eventually, you know, be lucrative, I think it's a great field to go into. I think it's great. It's a bit scary I, I for sure. I, I think it's a smart field to go into, man, because it might not leave any jobs in the future. I know. And it, everything is everything is going digital now, you know, like e-commerce is getting bigger and bigger. You know, when, when people are realizing they can have everything shipped to their door, they don't have to get out and can save time. Uh, you know, it removes the incentive. I'm still going to go out and buy stuff. I'm an equal opportunity consumer, right? 
Um, but yeah, man. I mean, like, I just want a future where it's just free market for everything, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we need the freest the market with the most like humane way of living your life. Like, no peace, no war. And I think most people are like that, man. That's what I want. But it right. seems like we're heading to like a brave new world, which scares me, dude. With like the AI thing, and it's like, yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be plugged into AI, man. I still want to be me. I still want to be human. And I feel we're entering into this weird zone where it's like, yeah, there won't be a difference between AI and humans anymore, really. Oh yeah, no, you have you have every right to to be concerned because there's a lot of people who might dismiss it and go, oh, it's not so bad. Don't worry, this isn't like you know Terminator or, or, or the Matrix. But it's happening more and more where we're getting to a point where oftentimes we can't even we can't even do anything for ourselves without checking our phones, without mm. going on our computers. We're becoming very, very, very dependent on it. And it's just the same way it was a struggle 30 years ago. It's going to be, I think humans will always win. We'll, we'll always want. Yeah, we'll always win. But it's just, I don't think we're going to see the, the battle between AI, but I, here, we'll, we'll end with this, man. And it kind of goes full circle. Like, Jamie, you mentioned it's a battle between good and evil. And I truly yeah. believe that right now, man. Like, yeah. Without getting into details of anything, like what's going on with this Hunter Biden thing, what's going on with even the thought that there could be internment camps or any of that stuff, man. Like, man, people ask me, like, when I say, I say, oh, things are going to get better. And they're like, yeah, I hope so. And I say to them, like, no, it's not, I hope so. They will. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know how things get better, dude? It's because we have leaders out there. Like, I said this last week, too. Leaders stand up. And they do what they gotta do, man. And they know what's wrong. Like I hope so. Like no, man. It's not. I hope so. We have the power. And when the coronavirus ends, is when we decide it ends. Straight up. I mean, I I, I gotta I gotta agree with you. You know, I I think that the the lockdown measures are gonna come and go. I think that we as a society have to kind of come together and figure out a way that this is, you know, we have to be open to listening to each other's ideas. Um, and, but internment camps are, is definitely not it. I don't think, really, really, really scary shit. Um, but I, I think it's what's, what's really rooted in all of this is, is just the way our lives are kind of scripted. Our lives are are kind of scripted to believe these things um, and not really challenge certain ideas. And the news does a really good job of that. So it's not necessarily journalism that I, I love journalists. They're 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 great. They're um, it's just it's it's the corporate. I think it's the corporate aspect of media that can be very. It's a centralization. I agree, man. Yeah, yeah, and not just like a broken record. You talk about it on every. <laughs> On every well, podcast. Dude, that's, that, that's what we're all about. No, man. It's important. It's, like, if we're going to change, be part of the movement to end this idea. Like, I want to live in a world, man, and I say this a lot. I want to live in a world where people consult multiple different news or media, and they don't right. just rely on this, like, the nightly news to, to learn what's going on in the world. You know? Absolutely. No, it's, any, it's, any final words, man? Anything else on your mind before we I'll wrap it up today? Oh, uh, I was going to say learn to code. <laughs> that's yeah, a pretty, code. And pretty good place to get, um, get some red lights because at night it's good for, you know, 
melatonin, making sure you don't mess up your sleep. So yeah. Red lights. Get guys. red lights, learn to code, keep it swell. Keep it swell. All keep right, swell. Jamie, I'll see you next week, man. All right. Take it easy, brother. Later. Peace. Peace. Swell fam, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Health and Swell podcast. I hope you realize that, um, you know, with internment camps being talked about, and we don't really know what that whole deal about that is yet, but it's a scary time, and we're uh, at the little last bit of this crazy year, and I think uh, there's going to be a lot of crazy stuff coming up, so be prepared and stay loving, guys. Go check out all of our uh, social medias. Go check out the Swell Media Discord. And as always, stay swell.